It is Monday, September 20th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is brought to you by Jet Home Loans. And now, if he's wearing it and it's new, it was probably free. J.P. Shadrick. That's, uh, that's true, and welcome in. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. After another Jaguars loss, two-for-one drinks in this happy hour would be nice right about now. We've got a big show ahead. Pete Briscoe and Tony Vaselli are on deck today, of course, on a Monday afternoon. Tony Vaselli at some point, he's getting ready for Monday night football on Westwood One tonight. Uh, no telling when he'll join us from Lambeau Field, but he is scheduled to be on the program tonight. Broncos over the Jaguars, of course, in week two, 23-13. We'll review the game. Overall felt a little better, but we're not into moral victories here. Social media questions, there were plenty of those today, and we'll go around the National Football League and some really good finishes around the NFL that didn't involve the Broncos-Jaguars game, but some really good ones. Uh, J.P. Shadrick with you, of course. Pete Prisco is along with us to begin the show today. And uh, uh, By the way, yes, uh, Baselli is trying to get in somehow because he just somehow the Skype came in and he kicked me off of you guys, and he was talking to me. So he might be on in a little bit, oh. but I don't know what happened. Yeah, you know what? This will be the, the highest-rated 15 minutes we'll have all, all two hours, Pete. It, I, hey, look, I'm all for it. That more of me is good. <laughs> uh, that's the way I always see it. <laughs> no doubt. Let's get into the game, Pete. And, you know, 23-13, the offense, well, they were great in the opening drive. They go 11 plays, 83 yards, and then just – couldn't do anything else the rest of the day. No points, only 106 yards after that 83-yard drive the rest of the game. What happened? Well, a couple things. Got away from the run. Got to run. The receivers do not win. The scheme is not good. If you have receivers who can't win and you play the same scheme that they're using, that's a bad combination. What, what is the scheme? What would you call the scheme well, right now? Basic. They line up two by two or three by one, and they run routes. They don't pick. They don't rub. They don't bunch. They don't do a lot of the stuff you need to do to get guys open. It, it's a major disappointment. And and, I, and I'll, I'm going to put this out there. I, I don't think DJ Chark was completely into the game yesterday for whatever reason. I, I look like to me like sometimes he was slowing his around. Maybe he's getting frustrated. I don't know. We saw that last year. I think uh, Chenault had a bad day. He doesn't. He doesn't separate from anybody. No. And they're slow. They're a slow football team, and the quarterback had his problems as well. And I sent out a a, a picture today, a, a film picture today on him. Uh, he threw an inter- Remember when he threw the interception? Yes. Well, Luke Farrell was wide open yes. when he turned around. Wide. It would have been an easy completion, and he held it and held it. And then Luke Farrell kind of boated out to the outside, and he threw the interception. You got to throw that as soon as he flips his head around. It's a it's a big play, and, and so the quarterback wasn't good either. And I think he started getting frustrated because guys weren't getting open. He didn't. They didn't adjust well. In the opening series, the Broncos played a lot of man, and they hit him up a little bit. And and then they kind of started playing more zone, and it didn't it didn't seem like they were willing to take the check down, which is a problem. And they were willing to be patient and sit down in zones. I don't like the design of the offense. I just don't. I don't think it. And people will say, oh, you're being critical. I'm a big believer in a lot of movement and pre-snap movement and bunches and get guys over here and, and create mismatches and, and 
dictate that, particularly if you don't have guys who can run. And they don't have guys who can run. They're slow. They need to get – and he got on the field late. The Johnson kid started getting on the field mm-hmm. because of the injury. Yeah. He needs to play. He needs to play. Enough, enough with the slow guys. Get him on the field. Get fast guys. That's what Urban Meyer talked about a few weeks ago. They wanted the fast, fast, fast offensive guys at the skill positions outside, and it just doesn't seem that way, at least early in the season. Let's hear from Trevor Lawrence, though, after the game. He finished 14 of 33 passing, 118 yards, an early touchdown, the two second-half interceptions, and a rating of 37.2. But after the game, he said, just keep working. Two turnovers. Got to get better at that. Uh, Sertain made a great catch on the go ball, so that's one of those. It's like, you know, he made a great play. It it happens. But the other one was a bad decision by me. But just continually putting these drives together to stay in the game because – you could see we're that close today and just kind of got out of the game towards the end and they ran with it. But I think we're close and obviously it's not what anybody wants to see and it's frustrating and disappointing, but um, we're going to stick together and I really feel like we're, we're close. You know, we got good enough players to win these games, so we should I keep going to work. Just got to keep going to work, Pete. I mean, come on. They're, they're right there. They're close according to the quarterback. And I, I, I like listening to him talk. He has a way of calming things down around him and, and has a good handle on a situation like yesterday. When it comes to the post-game press conference. But that's not going to win games. They got to they gotta be better. I mean, they didn't have 200 yards of offense. This is an offensive era. That's right. It's terrible. That's right. It's a terrible offense right now. There's no other way to describe it. Tony so, Pete, you're saying no, you don't Tony, want to be good. Pete, you're saying you don't want to be good in the uh, post-game loss uh, speech category? That's not where you're supposed to achieve. No, I don't want to hear any of that crap. We're going to work harder. We're going to be, a t- you know, like, and what is, you know, hang in there with us, guys. Nobody wants to hear that. They've lost 17 straight games. I mean, Urban Meyer hasn't lost 17 straight games, and Trevor Lawrence hasn't lost 17 straight games, but the organization has. That's awful. That's terrible. And when you have a a quarter, I just don't think they're developing the quarterback and the scheme around them. I think it's a disaster. I'll be honest with you. I think the disaster. offense is a good – And Brady, I mean, uh, Tony, you when you were sitting there yesterday watching the game, the offensive line wasn't that bad. No, they weren't. I watched, they weren't. The tape, I watched the offensive tape today, and I was expecting really bad stuff from the offensive no. line, and it wasn't. They were, fun. They were, they were not the problem. No, the problem was the receivers can't win. Well, and and they don't. We we're not good enough to drop the ball. Like we're not good enough to overcome opportunities, missed opportunities. You know what I mean, Pete? Like some teams yeah. are good good enough. Some teams are just good enough. They're talented enough where they can, you know, they can mess up or have a problem. They just say, yeah, no problem. We'll just overcome it. You know, third, second, and twenty, ah, no big deal. Bam, bam, first down. I I just don't think we're good enough. You know, we, we, you know, little things, just, you know, big third downs, you know, a couple drops on third down. Those are big for us because it extends the drive. It gets us momentum. We're a young team. So I, I think that's an issue. And what I'm about to say, I know you're going to hate. I don't know if it's a, a disaster. I don't know if I'd go that far. But for, thinking, for what it should be, it is, though. With that so guy I, playing quarterback, it's a disaster. But I, th- I was thinking back this morning to Justin Herbert last year. Remember how good he was, Pete, as a rookie? And now they had more talent around him. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, 
You know, Eckler's a good back. Their offensive line wasn't better, though. Their offensive line was atrocious. No, no. That's um, why they made the changes they did this year. But you know what they did? They didn't try to protect him from the standpoint. They used his athletic ability, and they let him use his athletic ability. I know you don't like the zone read and some of those run plays, but if you go back and watch the L.A. Chargers last year, they used, they let Justin Herbert use his legs. They ran a little option here. They ran zone read. They gave him the freedom to take off. And where I think that's important, I think you have to let, you know, let, let him go play. Let him be, like, let him use his athletic ability. That's a part of his gift. I'm not saying, you know, design an offense like Lamar Jackson runs. But I almost think, are they, are we so worried about him getting hurt? Like, they're telling him, don't run. Don't do this. You know, why not, why not stress the defense with his athletic ability and force them to account for him? And you know as well as I do, most quarterbacks don't get hurt when they run the ball. They get hurt in the pocket. Well, because they're in the pocket a lot more than they are running the ball. I'm, I'm saying I understand that, Pete, but you, I, 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 I don't know if I'm convinced, but I think I just go back to last year. Like, let him go. Let oh, him I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to deny that. I think getting him outside and letting him run around and make throws on, on the on the it run just, and it, all that. It, it loosens you up a little bit, like a zone I read agree. here. You go pick up 15 yards. You get dirty a little bit. You come back. You sit. You yeah, swing the next thing because he's still not. Nobody's. Do. They're still not getting open in that. This game's I, I get that. But here's the other thing that changes. If you start doing that, what does it do? It changes how you play defense. Now, you don't want to play too high safeties. You drop the safety down. You have single high. Maybe you get a little more man. You get different looks because you're stressing the defense based on what you're doing with the quarterback as a run threat. And, again, I'm not saying – and, by the way, you only have to do it two to four times a game. And like all of a sudden, they're scared to death of it. Well, I saw there was actually one play where he where he uh, booted out, and if he had hit, hit on the zone read, if he had get, not given it off, he would have had a corner all the way by himself. That's right. I, where, let I know. Him, I, let look, him go. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. But let's just say they can do that. It's still not going to change the fact that those receivers aren't winning outside. No, but it changes how a defense has to play you, and I think it gets them in a rhythm. And it's it's like like let him go. Let him play football. Yeah. And by the I, way, I'm not, you, I'm not against that, by the way. I, yeah. I'm not getting him outside the pocket on his own reads. Let him keep it once in a while. Let him throw off of that stuff on the move. And, and he can do it. I, I just don't – I just think they're, they're stale. How's that? Tony, stale. to your to your point, uh, you know, guys get hurt in the pocket a lot. Well, he almost got hurt in the pocket yesterday. So, if you're worried about the injury part of it, I mean, you know, he almost – uh, was very fortunate, in fact, yesterday to not get that knee hurt. Uh, let's go to defense now quickly as we open Jaguars happy hour today. The uh, Jags defense allowed a few big plays, three plays of 30-plus yards allowed in yesterday's game. They had six plays of 20 or more in week one. Uh, they had a couple deflections down the field, couldn't bring in an interception. Shaquille Griffin couldn't bring that uh, bobbling interception in. It was incomplete. But he said after the game, just keep the faith on defense. Same message still apply. Um, you got to stick with it. You got to continue to believe, have faith. The main thing is, man, we got, we can't point no fingers. We got to make sure we all stick with each other because we still got a long season left. And the main thing I don't want guys to do is start giving up now. I got to be able to trust you guys on offense. I got to be able to trust everybody on the defense. I got to be able to trust everybody on the special teams. That I know you're going to have my back from first quarter to the end of the fourth. I don't need no waiver. I don't need we, – we might bend, but we never break. And that's that's the main message. You know, I came in after the game. Soon we came in the locker room. I walked around the whole locker room. You know, saying the ones who had their head down, stay in it. 
continue to believe because once it turn around, once it clicks, I need everybody on board. Everybody, Pete, that means you. No wavering. Andrew Wingard led the way in tackles yesterday. Had a sack as well. One of three sacks for the Jaguars defense. Rayshon Jenkins had a pass defense. The play after Shaquille Griffin nearly had an interception and a pass defense. Uh, Devon Hamilton had five tackles. Josh Allen had his second sack of the season yesterday, too. This defense, and in the second half of this game, when you know Lawrence is throwing interceptions and the game could have really got away from him, they did what they could in that moment to keep it a two-score game, held them to field goals, and gave the Jaguars a chance. And then it turned out the kickoff return, if they get the two-point conversion, it would have been a one-score game with a few minutes left. Uh, the defense, I think, played really hard yesterday it just didn't really turn out the right way tony what do you think well no I th there's no doubt they played hard but they're on the field for almost 39 minutes yeah now is, that's a con i think that's a combination of not getting off the field and it's a combination of your offense not staying on it. so i'm staying on i'm not playing so i'm not putting that all in the defense but i think they gave basically up 400 yards of offense again um if you don't you know the couple kneel downs at the end were minus yards um so was it better? Yes, it was better than the um, Houston game. No, there's no doubt about it. But I also, I mean, to be clear, I don't think that Broncos offense is a high explosive, high scoring group. I mean, they didn't score many points against the Giants as well in uh, week one. And so, I mean, they're a good group, but that strength of that team is the defense. The test for our defense will be this coming week with um, Kyler Murray coming to town and DeAndre Hopkins in that group. But that this would be a real test coming up. But I they made JP. They played better. They played better. They played better. They made Cortland Sutton look like a superstar. My gosh, I mean, come on. And and Teddy Bridgewater threw for three twenty eight. That's not what that's not what they want to do. I just I don't know. The defense was better, but it's nowhere near being good. Nowhere near it. I mean, again, when you come. When you come to the line of scrimmage, I thought that, you know, the run defense again, but you look at Williams, Williams averaged 4.9 per rush. It wasn't like they stopped that either. No. You know, they're just, they're just, there was a little bit more pressure. Uh, the secondary, yeah, I mean, it wasn't great. I, I don't know. I just, it's just, it's not good enough. And I, I, I look, I think Shaquille Griffin's smart when he says, you know, I don't want anybody quitting because you're two games in. If you're quitting now, you got a problem. <laughs> Well, I was, I'm surprised we're already getting the don't quit conversation this early in the game, this early in the year. You know what I mean, Pete? Usually you don't hear. I know. <laughs> it's okay. It's week two. I agree. I, I, mean, I, mean, I agree. Well, with, I agree with Shaquille. I, I mean, you, why would you quit? You, I mean, come on. It's two weeks in. That's ridiculous. And I, I just, and the whole stick of we're going to work harder and just go win a game. Nobody wants to hear. People don't want to hear that. You're supposed to be working hard every single week, win or lose. We're going to work harder. We're going to work to overcome this. Well, what are you going to? What else are you going to do? Not work? I just hate this shtick. I, I don't like it. <laughs> what would you want? Again. What do you want him to say? Well, not him. Urban. No. What do you want Urban to say? What do you want Urban to say? That's what I'm saying. What we would got you our like? Ass, we got our ass kicked. We're going to go try and get better. We hope to be better next week. We're, we're not where we need to be. We thought we would be better at this time. Maybe we'll open it up and have a quarterback competition. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, let's come back in just a moment. Plenty ahead on the show today. Speaking of the quarterback, 
We'll get into his day at the office here at TIA Bankfield yesterday. Season tickets, single game tickets, and group tickets still available. Be a part of the new era of Jaguars football and own it. Visit jaguars.com slash tickets or call 904-633-2000. Coming up, quarterback talk a little later, deeper into the defense, the second hour. We'll have your social media questions and a look around the NFL. We are off and running. It's Jaguars happy hour. Presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. The station that the Jaguars listen to, 1010XL. Home of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think that's uh, something that's a consensus that at one you know. Threw one in there to LaVisca, actually threw a heck of a ball, but should have checked it down. And, and then sometimes it checks it down when the guys are covered. So it's just working through. It's young quarterback stuff, and he's uh, he'll improve. Uh, just coach him through it. Just, you know, the one thing about Trevor Lawrence is now he's a smooth guy. Uh, you know, nothing really phases him that bad so far, and we got to make sure it doesn't because that's a learning process for a young quarterback. You see it all over the NFL. Uh, every year you see that, so he's just got to work through it. That's head coach Urban Meyer earlier today on the Monday recap press conference. And welcome back. It's Jaguars happy hour on a Monday afternoon. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco is down in South Florida. Tony Vaselli is at Lambeau Field, Green Bay for Monday Night Football. Preview that Lambeau Field. What are, you, are you a fill-in or are you supposed to do this game? No, uh, I mean, I've known for a couple months. Oh, I didn't know you were doing this game. Um, who are you doing it with? Kevin Harlan, the great oh, Kevin wow. Harlan. Oh, Kevin's awesome. What man. a classic. That's a, that's, yeah. a, that's a good team. I like it, Vaselli. Yeah, so um, you, uh, Kurt usually does Monday nights. I do Thursday nights. He has some conflict, so I'm filling in. There you, you know, go. Kevin's the one that if there's a streaker on the field, he calls the live play-by-play of the streaker yes. running down the field. He does. That is what he does. <laughs> Which is fantastic. He also calls the Packers games in the preseason, so he's uh, uh, familiar with that team. I like that. Uh, Boy, they looked – Pete, they looked – did you watch the tape of them? They were awful. They, they were, were awful. so bad. <laughs> and that team – and that Saints team got their butt beat yesterday. I mean, I didn't realize until I was getting ready for the game this week that they're starting to rookie center and right guard. Yeah, Newman and uh, Myers both. And, and the and defensive the, tackle and the defense, the nose tackle, the rookie nose tackle on then, uh, yeah. the Lions, McNeil is very good. Yeah, he's a good player. So we'll get a little. We'll talk more. about Monday Night Football later. Sorry. Yeah, a little Jamie. bit later. Yeah. That's all good. Hey, you're at Lambeau, and uh, you got a nice view of the proceedings there tonight. Uh, we just heard from Urban discussing Trevor Lawrence there. Let's get into this a little deeper, Pete. A couple of picks. Yesterday in the game, he scrambled a couple times on that on a fourth down play. He picked up a first down on a scramble. Finished with 118 yards, a touchdown, two picks, a 37.2 rating. And for the year now, four touchdowns, five interceptions. Uh, but as Urban said, Pete, nothing phases him. He responds at least with in the in the in the film room, it sounds like. He's gotta have a little better performance when it comes down to it on the field. And part of that, as you said earlier, is probably how the offense has not been totally balanced yet. They've gotten away from the run a little bit early in the season. If they have some of that, and if the field goals are made, it's a different game in the second half, obviously, too. A different 
different feel of the game and maybe a different approach offensively. Yeah, but but again, I'm going to go back to the wide receivers. They don't win. They just don't win. And until they win, he's not going to look comfortable. And and so I, I think he holds the ball. There are times when he can check it down, and he doesn't check it down. He, and he should check it down. I think Urban's right about that. But, Tony, the play where he threw the interception, the one the one where he was trying to throw to Farrell, look, Farrell's wide open as he's, he, he turns his – he was late. You didn't see him. He didn't right. see him until late. And, yeah. by, and then by the time he saw him, Luke Farrell safety. started turning out because yeah. he saw the safety coming over, so he turned out. The safety, if you go back, and I watched it today on, on the 22, the safety about, takes about three steps to the other side of the field. He, he's just late seeing it. That's a rookie move. He's just late. But I'll go back. I mean, Urban refer, uh, kind of referred to it. Third down, just – bullet he's hit uh in, in between like three defenders he had no business throwing it but he has such a big arm and hit the viscous should not right in the hands like those are the plays you have to make that's a 20 yard catch it's moved the chains and it was i don't care if it was the wrong decision it wasn't the wrong decision for him because he can get away with it like mahomes it, mahomes it, can it, get away with the <clears> wrong decision too you got to make those catches. And then the, another third down, I'm not picking on LaVisca Chenault. The slant hits him in the hands. That's a 10, 15-yard play. Move the chains. I mean, it's so that, one was a little, that one was a little bit out. No, it hit him in the hands. He's got to catch it, though. You're right. It's a professional receiver. But, like we're playing. It's not like no, it's Pop, Pop Warner. We're like, I oh, look it. at little Johnny. Caught the ball. Yippee. Look. Look, little Johnny had a 30-yard catch. Whippee! Oh, wait, they don't have any. I mean, Tony, the one play, and I thought maybe watching the tape today, he looked like he was having problems with the rain when it did rain. And that little sequence where it rained, his passes sailed. Well, you know like he, had chark, he had chark on that corner uh, post corner, and he yeah. missed him big time. They yeah. came back to that, ran the exact same play later in the game. And he tried to go there again, and it wasn't open. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's a he's a rookie quarterback. I, I I still think he's got to let him go. I'd say, listen, go play football. Go run it when you need to run it. Pass it when you need to pass it. Like play football. Well, you know they want to. Urban wants to run more spread offense. You know that. Yeah. Well, do then, why did he, then why did he hire Bevel? Mm, I don't know. If that's Urban, that. But, I, like, uh, if you no, look they, at they, their philosophies, don't mesh. If, I'm convinced if you look at the a lot of the success of young quarterbacks in the NFL today is because the systems that they that were installed are so similar to the systems that they're running in college, with a lot of the same concepts, at least. And if you go watch Trevor Lawrence at Clemson, I mean, he is, he's a dynamic, athletic, yeah, he can play for the pocket, but he moves around, he buys time, he runs the ball, some of his bigger plays, using his leg. I just, I know everyone's so scared to death of getting hurt, but, like, you gotta go play. But, okay, wouldn't he be great in the Niners system? Yeah. Right. That's a, yeah. I would think. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that just, I just think there's systems, and, and maybe I'm being nitpicky, but I just, the, it, it's like 
Mike McCarthy back when he was with the with the Packers. Now that he did it, I was told because Rogers liked it that way, where two guys or one guy on one side, two on the other, and he could help identify. He felt that was a way where he could read it better. But Trevor Lawrence isn't that guy. He's got to have guys get freed up with motions and, and boots and, and creativity. And I don't see it. I don't see it. Yeah. You, you agree with me, too. You just don't want to say it. I can see it in your face. <laughs> what are you talking you think about? They should, you think they should do more bunch and movement and pre-snap movement and, and all that and picks and everything? Yeah, I mean, I think moving – I mean, create as many matchup, uh, favorable matchups as you can. I think the bigger thing is I just – I'd let him – I don't know why we're not using his athletic ability. Why not run a couple uh, zone reads? Why not roll the pocket more? Why not get him – I agree with that. They did roll a little bit more. I mean, they did this week. He moved the pocket a little bit more. But he is, I mean, I just remember watching him at Clemson. He's so dang athletic. And you see him get out there. He covers ground. Like, he covers five yards in, like, a step. Um, so, it's, I mean, I think it's it's never one thing, Pete. I mean, as we always talk about, it, it's not just the play calling. It's not just Trevor. It's not just the receivers. But it's all of the above. Um. And they're just not they're not executing. They're they're they get out of they right when you think they have a rhythm, they kind of shoot themselves in the foot with a mistake or a penalty. And you know, so it's pretty much, you know, what we're describing is a inexperienced young team led by a rookie quarterback. But but like in some games you sit there, you say, Okay, it was the offensive line. Well it and yesterday, you thought it might be the offensive line when you went into that game with Chubb and no. Miller and those guys, and it wasn't. It was not. So, what is it? Is it the quarterback? Why he never got comfortable? But why didn't he get comfortable? And I think part of that has to do with the fact that the receivers don't win, and they're not getting schemed open to win. When you go back in the pocket and you don't have, I mean, there. How many times, Tony, have you when you watch the tape, do you stop it when he back foot hits the ground, and if you see anybody winning? Who's winning? They're not winning. Yeah. No, that's fair. I mean, Tyron it's hard Johnson, to argue. Tyron Johnson needs to get on the field. Well, he went out there and he jumped off sides. I don't care. He probably he <laughs> got to let him work with the first team, get some speed on the field. <laughs> False start is not a good way to get it going. Now, let's come back in a moment. A little more defensive talk when we return. Also a little later, more on Monday Night Football. Tony's got the call on Westwood one tonight. And in the second hour, we'll get to your social media questions and special teams talk. All that ahead. And check out the official Jaguars podcast network, a free subscription on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you download your pods. Give us that five-star rating as always. And this is Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars digital network. Dempsey and Fat Tony, Jaguars today. All Jaguars, all NFL, all the time. 10 to noon weekdays on 1010XL. Coach Kelly did an amazing job making sure the call was perfect. I feel like his play call was amazing this game. You know, I made sure I, tell, I told him that right after the game. You know, that was perfect. Every situation was great. And let's build off of it. Let's continue to build off that. Continue to get this defense together. You know, uh, we just got to start getting the turnovers. Uh, continue to help the offense out. That is Shaq Griffin. Jaguars cornerback came in on free agency this year. Talking about the defensive performance in yesterday's game, and welcome back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour. JP Shadrick, Pete Frisco, and Tony Vaselli. Tony is at 
uh, is not with us right now. Uh, the Skype. He was eating. He was eating. He was eating. Hold on. I, so. the, the over-under on pregame bratwurst for Tony <laughs> is two and a half, and I'm taking the over, Pete. It's amazing. I mean, he's like shoving <laughs> chips in his mouth while we're sitting here. We can hear him. I didn't know we came back on the air. I was hungry. <laughs> and you're going, <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what are you eating there? Uh, cheese curds? No, no, no. It's my favorite potato chip. What do you think my favorite potato chips are? Uh, you'll, never, you'll never guess. <laughs> the ones that are Uts. closest to you? Yeah, besides the closest ones to me. Uts potato chips. You ever no, no, I love Frito corn chips. They're my favorite oh, chips. Fritos. Fritos are I good. Can't, I, I can't stop eating them. Any <laughs> time a stadium has them, I just go to town and the <laughs> Packers have a bunch of Fritos. They're, wow. so, they're so tough on the gut, though. I mean, God, oh. the, the person sitting on the plane next to you tomorrow. <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> so we just heard from look at him look at him. he's like j- it's amazing drinks like what are we doing over here this is a professional <sighs> broadcast tonight i'll tell you i like it's it glorious it's let's glorious. Uh, let's get a little more into this defense shaq griffin there talking about cullen calling the game yesterday and they did get three sacks they got three sacks on teddy bridgewater he's not quite as mobile as the previous week and certainly not this week ahead with kyler murray but what did you think of the, the game that Cullen called yesterday, Pete? I mean, it was okay. I, I don't <laughs> mind aggressiveness at times. I, I, I mean, it, the players know better than me if it was a good plan or not. But they have to be aggressive in their pass rush because they don't have guys who win consistently. And, and it's not unlike the other side of the ball. If you don't have guys who win consistently – do a better job scheming those guys up. And I think Joe Cullen's got to do a better job. He's, and he's, he has to do a job of trying to scheme pass rushers up. If you're like Denver and you can just line up Von Miller and Bradley Chubb when they're both healthy and go rush, then you don't have to scheme a lot of stuff up. But they do because they don't have those guys. Well, I, I mean, I, I mean the, I, Allen was okay yesterday. I thought Allen did a pretty good job yesterday. Yeah, he's, I mean, but. Whether it's scheme, whether it's players, whether, you know, I lean towards you, uh, Pete, it's more about the Jimmys and Joes and the X's and O's. The bottom line is you got to go make plays. You got to, you have to disrupt the other team, whether it's disrupt them from the defensive side of the ball, disrupt the, the opposing offense, or offense, disrupt the defense with big plays and chunk yardage and get them on their heels and get them, you know, you dictating pace. We don't dictate pace on either side of the ball. And that is, nope. is, is critical. And that was what's, you know, you look at that first opening drive there, what they did dictate some pace. They were on that good momentum. They had good, uh, a good cadence out there. They had good tempo. They're getting up good mix of run and pass, you know, play action, the move the pocket a little bit. I mean, they had, you know, they got the rhythm and we just haven't seen that enough out of this Jaguars team on either side of the ball. And I know you, you were in the booth thinking, okay, the first game was an aberration. This drive is what they're really going to be. <laughs> Pete, I've been, I've been involved in too many football games where the first drive goes a certain way and, <laughs> and you're, convinc- you're convinced that everything's fixed. And then you're like, oh, they made an adjustment. You mean they're not going to line up the same way every time? It looked to me on the tape that they played more man early in the game and then kind of adjusted back and played more zone as they went on. And, it, and it's bothered them. Well, I, I think 
Man is always easier for a young quarterback to dissect. Right. Because it's one-on-one and you can go throw to the, you know, either the open man or throw a guy open who's on the move. Zone is more difficult because now you have guys playing in this in space and they're in, in they're in areas. And so you have to understand based on okay, what zone coverage are they in? Is it two? Is it quarters? Is it you know quarter half? Is it you know cover three? What are they playing? Because that'll dictate kind of where those zone drops are and where the holes are uh, in each zone. It just takes more time for a young player to understand. And they're, they're all looking There's at the quarterback, too. They're all looking at the quarterback. They're all looking back at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, but there's not a lot of stuff in the middle of the field either in that offense. Mm-hmm. If you really look at it, there's a lot of plays run outside the numbers. Pete, I'm, I'm, I'm like, t- sensing a theme that you're not a big you believer see in Daryl <laughs> Bevel's offense. I don't like this game. I, whether, maybe it's – is it his or is it theirs or what is it? Is it, is it a combination of all of them? What would, you, get, what, what, what would you describe their scheme as? Bland. How would you describe it? It's not exciting. It's not up-tempo. It's not fast. It's not doesn't dictate anything. What, how would you describe it? I mean, I, I think it's more of a vertical passing game. That's the sense I get. I haven't sensed a lot of crossers, a lot of underneath, a lot of level routes where you're trying to get guys across the field. Maybe, I mean, I'm, I'd have to go back and watch again. I'll tell um, you what it is. I'll put it in terms you'll relate to. The Chiefs are like Fritos. There's a pizzazz to the taste to it. And the Jaguars offense is like somebody's homemade potatoes without salt on them, potato <laughs> chips. They're not, they're, they're bland. They don't taste like anything. I like homemade. I like, I like homemade potato chips. Yeah, but you don't like them as much as those Fritos. Quit lying. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, to your point, there's not a lot of pre-snap movement. There's not a lot and it's of... Outside and it's outside the numbers. You go here, you go here, you go here. And there's nothing in the middle. I think the middle of the field is, aside from a slant or two, is basically off limits. I don't know about off limits, but we're not seeing a lot of. <laughs> well, there must be a force field in there or something. If somebody well, runs in that, there, they. Well, how much of that is? How much is that? Be, is that being dictated by the fact that they have no tight end? They, have, they don't have a pass threat tight end, and especially with O'Shaughnessy getting. Yeah, there. O'Shaughnessy's banged up for a little bit now, high ankle, so he's out for a number of weeks. It sounds like. Well, then Farrell, okay, Farrell dropped the ball, but but he was again. He ran his route. He was wide open. He flipped his head around. On the one play, and then they don't use him in the middle anymore. Go in the middle. Let him start catching the ball. I- I'll be honest with you. Manhurts has been a disappointment as a blocker. I thought he'd be significantly better than what he is. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, he might not even be he- – he-, he hasn't blocked as well as the other guy was blocking before he got hurt. So, I don't know. I just – there's got to be a way to get people in the middle of the field. And whether you come to bunch and pick and rub and sit down in the middle and I, mean, I, love, gotta be, I, I love when you start designing plays. Bunch, well, pick, rub, get, get creative. And, and I could see sometimes, Tony, in a game where the offensive line is getting whipped, you're scared. So you got to maybe keep guys in and chip and help and everything else. But they were they weren't getting whipped yesterday. I thought I actually thought that. Aside from a few run plays, because Cam Robinson dips his head in the run plays sometimes. He did it yesterday. But I thought for, aside from a few plays here and there in the pass protection, they were okay. Yeah, I thought it was solid. I still, I mean, 
What, what were James Robinson's numbers? James JP, Robinson, where did he end up with? James Robinson 11 yesterday, for, 11 carries, 47 yards, a 4.3 average, along of 12. I, mean, I, I, I still just don't think 11 is enough carries for him. I don't either. I don't either. Now, the problem is they only have 50 plays. They're only on the field for 21 minutes. So, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure Daryl Bevel will say, I was like, yeah, I agree. We need more plays. We need to convert more third downs. We need to catch the ball. We need to move the chain. So, I get that. Have um, they run a screen yet? Um, I do not think they ran one yesterday. I don't remember one in week one either. Yeah. Lauren I talked mean, about that week one. About, there were a couple screens. Slipping a tight end, sneaking the tight end out on the on the leak play once in a while. Roll them left and bring the tight end back around the other. I mean, again, I, I'm just trying to get creative here, trying to help them out. You know, <laughs> whatever you want me to do. I'm trying, I mean, two over here, two over here, one over here, two over here, and we'll just run little out routes, and you run a, a, a post corner, and we'll hope you get open. With that eight yards of the field, you're, you're working on the other side over there. You are you are not a happy camper. Today. He's just here I just to help, Tony. I think you're He's wasting the help. I think they're wasting the quarterback. I'm going to be honest about it. Okay, I think what they're doing, they're wasting the quarterback. And when you say they, is it weeks. Urban? Is it Daryl? Take Bevel, your pick. Schott, Schottenheimer, all the all of all the above. Put something in that's going to use him as and to be able to do what he can do. And you you mentioned it. I don't like the running quarterback, but get him running and moving on the run outside the pocket. Create things for him. But get gets it's just not creative. Can yeah. you do that now in the middle of the season though? Yeah, I mean, it's not hard. Tony. How hard is it to put in new plays uh, during the week? Well, I mean, it's zone read. You're, everyone's doing the same thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But okay. So you don't have uh, a pass plays. You can put something where they're oh, running yeah. in the middle. It's just, yeah, just, it's, I mean, your protection's in, so you're going to have your bait. You, it'll be either a five, six, or seven-man protection, and you put the route uh, route combination together that, you know, works in the middle of the field. Again, if the offensive line was a disaster yesterday, which I thought it might be, and it wasn't, then I could say, okay, you can blame the offensive line. You can't do so many things, but they weren't, and that's where the problem is. Yeah. All right, let's come back in a moment. We'll uh, get into Monday Night Football when we return. The Lions and the Packers. Tony has the call. I don't know. There's no word from the booth yet if he's gone over the two-and-a-half brought pregame number. We'll uh, get an update on that when we come back. This is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Welcome back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour. Final moments of the opening hour. Second hour coming up at the top of the hour, of course, and we will to your social media questions. We'll go around the National Football League as well. Busy schedule this week at Daly's Place. Santana tomorrow night. 3-11 on Wednesday night. Counting Crows Thursday. Coheed and Cambria Friday. Tickets available at dailysplace.com. Tony, can I get the couch for Santana or uh, 3-11? Please. If I had a couch, I'd give it, I'd give it to you, JP. I mean, you, you keep saying you don't, but every time I see a photo of Pete of him at Daly's place, he's he's at the couch. What is the couch? Is that like somebody like a, in, in a like a skybox at a football game or yeah, something? Yeah, they is have like these, these nice oh, couches like right around the soundboard. They're beautiful. They're right there. They're no real impeded view at all. Right by the soundboard. Sounds perfect. Easy in and out access. Weight service. Uh, all that. Yeah, it's very nice. JP, you're JP Shadrick. You should be able to hook up, hook yourself up with no, something. No, no, but I'm not Tony Baselli. I know that. 
You you know Baselli gets that that couch whenever he goes, and and he won't share. There's no <laughs> there's no doubt. Help him help him help him out, Tony. It's okay. I always help him out. It's I okay. I have one. We're working on it. Hey, yeah. JP, has he ever hooked you up with the couch? I don't think we've ever been to a concert together, have we, Tony? No. No, I don't think so. I've never been invited. Well, I haven't either. So you know, it's a two way street. Pete, I mean, if you ever came up here, well, Pete, anymore, you could go. Hey, by, by the way, there is a giant eye at the end of Baselli. It's a cell <laughs> eye. <laughs> it's not true, Pete. <laughs> I love it. Uh, by the true. way, you know, we were talking about, um, you know, the, the pocket passing and letting Lawrence run a little bit. I got a tweet earlier um, from uh, at Keto Jaguar. I know it's not social media time. But we're just going to go live here. He at Keto. At Keto Jaguars. Said yeah. the Jaguars impeded David Garrard's career the same way. Uh, they wouldn't let him use his athletic ability. David uh, and uh, Prisco CBS was one of the talking heads insisting on him being a pocket passer. Is that true? Read it again. Yeah. The Jaguars I mean, impeded David Garrard's career in the same way. They wouldn't let him use his athletic ability. And then Prisco. his career? And Prisco was talking one of the talking about? heads. I wasn't around. I don't Pete, know. Yeah. Pete, you impeded David Garrard's, uh, Garrard's uh, career. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. Uh, and and uh, no, look, I get what Tony's saying, but the game is meant to be played in the pocket. It always will be. It always has been. But you can get creative to get guys outside of it when you need to, because you. Pete, can, what? Have you watched Russell Wilson play quarterback? Yeah. He's not in the operating from the pocket all the time. He tries to no, but there. ideally that's what he's supposed to be doing. Okay, but you mix it up. Aaron Rodgers, you watch him play quarterback. He's right. all over the place. You Tyler watch Patrick Mahomes. No, I get it, Tony. I don't mind guys moving to throw, but designing runs and and moving and not allowing a play to develop is not the way you play quarterback. Like for example, I'm not saying that, but having a couple of zone reads a game to stress the okay, defense I'm and make okay. him, make make him account for you, it changes how they play. Until he gets blasted when he, when he holds the ball, I mean, I, I'm okay getting him outside the pocket to throw. I don't mind that. And and once in a while, there was a play yesterday where he could have kept the ball and he would have had about a 15 yard game. So okay, once in a while, I get it. But again, this is a guy who should be built around throwing it and getting creative with his arm as much as anything. Yeah. All right, guys, we will, uh, coming up later, we'll pick the Monday night football game. Uh, Tony, if you want to give us an early look at it tonight. He can't pick, he can't pick the game. Oh, though. yeah, you're He's calling the game. You can't pick. That's right. Yeah, That's it's, right. it's against the rules. I apologize. No, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very important. No, it's not because no. I, I, guys have done that in the past, and I'm like, you can pick the damn game. I, it's in my contract. That's garbage. <laughs> you're a liar. Well, I'll say this. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers got blasted by the Saints last week at TIAA Bank Field. And, oh, they're terrible. Yeah, that didn't look so good. Like, there was, no, there was all- no energy either. Like, and Pete, I don't know, did you watch any of the yeah. uh, Detroit-San Francisco game? Yeah. Like, I don't know about you. Maybe I watched first the Packers game, and it's like, just bleh. I mean, no yeah. energy. Like, what are you doing? Like, they didn't want to be there. You turn to that Lions tape, and they're flying around. Now they're not very good, but they're, they're under man, right? Oh, they're, under man, they're flying around, right? 
That this was is interesting. A, it, the Packers game last week looked like a team that thought it was just going to go on the field and win the game. Would just yeah. show up and we win. They were bad. It was bad. Maybe, maybe they thought it was the fourth preseason game and they weren't quite ready. <laughs> I mean, they they weren't. They didn't look ready. And and not just not just the re- I didn't think the receivers won. I thought and that wasn't a good secondary they were playing because they were dinged up in the secondary the the um, Saints. But Tony Rogers didn't play well. He held the ball. No, it was terrible. They didn't run it, didn't catch it, didn't throw it. Well, Aaron Jones had five carries. Yeah, bad play that's calling. Pay, that's a page out of Daryl Bevel's book. Bad play calling. A lot of Lions coaches with Jaguars ties, Tony. Of course, Mark Brunel's there as quarterback's coach. Todd Wash is there now. Um, I'm guessing he'll go down before the game and say what's up. You got the quarterback. You got the quarterback coach. Yeah, Mr. Brunel is going to be on the sidelines. Coaching up Jared Goff. Watch out. I'm picking the Lions. You heard it here. Upset. Oh, wait, I thought Lions. you couldn't pick. Wait a minute. What, what are you doing? Uh, You're picking the Lions to win the game outright? Win the game outright. Shock of the world. The Packers are in trouble. Since the three corners that we'll be covering out there will be a third-year <laughs> guy and two rookies and one an undrafted rookie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Tony. I don't think so. You know, Noah Kuda, you know, he's not playing in this game. No. No, no. Akuda's no. out with the uh, Achilles. Not good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're a third rounder. I've got to find the flip so I can get his name right. Yeah, but. the kid from Melifonwu. How you say? Melifonwu. That's his last name. Melifonwu? Melifonwu, I said. Oh, Melifonwu. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, Try and say the other guy's. Say the other corner's name. That one I never get right. No. NFL. Yeah, no. There's a, probably a pronunciation guide right there, Tony, if you'd like to look at it. I don't know. I have no flip card, nothing here right now. It's it's, uh, it's still early. But but their corners are going to be suspect in this game, and that's a problem against Rodgers. Let's be honest about it. You're picking the Lions to win? Yes. You're just, pick, you're just picking your buddy, Brunel. That's all you're doing. I'm telling you, this is shocked the world. Hey, what was the other – hey, JP, what were the other – Jaguar ties before you were talking about beside him. Todd, Todd Wash is the defensive oh, line yeah. coach, okay. and Dom Dom Capers is a senior defensive assistant as That's well. That's right, Dom's there. My old uh, Texans teammate Aaron Glenn is the defense coordinator. Yeah, I think I think Dan Campbell's going to do a good job there. I really do. It's he's got a lot of work in front of him. It's a matter yeah. of they they give him time, but he's going to do a good job there. All right, guys. Let's see. Wait, we didn't talk about the kicker. And we'll come back. We got plenty of show for that. That'll be the Woodbridge by Robert Mondavi keeping it real segment coming up in the second hour of Jaguars Happy Hour. We'll also get to your social media questions. And yes, there are some about the kicker. We'll get some answers for that when we return as well. We heard Urban Meyer discuss Josh Lambeau today. One hour down, one hour to go. We are halfway home on a Monday afternoon after week two. The Jaguars lost to the Broncos. 2313 and this is Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. There's a there's a lot of fight in this team. This team's going to there's 15 games left. And my goal our goal is to have the strongest locker room that you can possibly have. I feel like it's extremely strong right now. Uh, Players are pissed. Players uh, want to win. Players are sticking it together, and that's gonna—that's the best part of our team. Uh, the best part of our organization right now is what's in that locker room.
That is head coach Urban Meyer after the game yesterday here at TIAA Bank Field. And welcome in. It's hour two of Jaguars happy hour on a Monday afternoon after the week two loss to the Broncos. J.P. Shadrick with you. Pete Frisco down in South Florida. Tony Vaselli is at Lambeau Field in Green Bay for Monday Night Football. We'll get a little more to that game coming up in a bit. The 23-13 final Broncos with a win. They're now 2-0. The Jaguars are 0-2. Jags had an opening drive touchdown, 11 plays, 83 yards, and a 25-yard touchdown pass from Lawrence to Marvin Jones Jr. The Jaguars' defense was on the field for nearly 39 minutes in the game. The offense shut down after that opening drive and couldn't get much of anything else. And in fact, got nothing else done. They scored no more points the rest of the day. The Jags did have a 102-yard kickoff return touchdown in the fourth quarter. They failed on the two-point try and could not make it a one-score game with only a few minutes to go. And the Broncos killed the clock, and that was all she wrote. The special teams issues, of course, we'll get to that coming up. The two missed field goals. For Josh Lambeau, those loomed large in the way the game was played early in the second half. And now the losing skid, guys, is at 17 games. By the way, the league record is 26 since the merger. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 76 and 77. The all-time record is 29 by the Chicago Cardinals in the World War II era. That included the combined Steelers-Cardinals roster in 44 due to players and military service. So we're not going to really count that one. The one... That counts as 26. And let's just let's cut this thing off. They said they're going to break that rock. They're not going to do that. Uh, that's what Urban Meyer said today, guys. So uh, break the losing skid. That's priority number one. I'm going to make a lock. Oh, God, this should be good. Do it. I will lock right now for all Jaguar fans. We will not break the all-time losing streak. We you know, will win. It's so good you're echoing. I hear it twice. Yeah, why are we echoing right now? I don't know. It's a good one. Uh, either way, it's uh, what? It's, it's 17 now. It's uh, 26. Um, Go through the games. All right. Let's do it. I'll take let's a look. See what he said they won't break the streak. I mean. Go through the games. <laughs> you know, because you said in an earlier show that, you know, they were going to win a bunch of games this year. So, Cardinals this week at home. No. At Cincinnati, Thursday night. Maybe, but probably no. Home against the Titans. But wait, that takes us to 18, 19. Titans at home, no, 20. Uh, London at uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium against the Dolphins. No. By week. At Win. C- at Seattle. No. Home against the Bills. No. At the Colts. No. Home against the Niners. No. But now you're at the record, right? Uh, home against the Falcons. Maybe. That's the one. But would that take him to the record? 18, 18, 20, 21, 22, 23, 26 would tie the Falcons game if they lost that, and all the other ones would tie the record of 26. So, and, and then, then when did the Texans at the Rams after that? And when did the Texans come to town? Way later, right? Yeah, they're 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 um, December nineteenth. So. so they better beat the Falcons, or they're going to have the longest record. <laughs> no, they, they will win a game. They will not be zero and six. 
They're going to win one of these first okay. uh, in the first stretch here. I mean, you know, it, yep. You can only get better, right? I mean, they're, they're going to win. They're going to win one of the next four. Okay, so they're not. Are they beating the Cardinals this week? I, I'm no. not picking. I'm not picking them today. <laughs> he knows that. Okay, Cincinnati. They'd have a chance. I don't think okay, they'll win it, but there's they'll have one. a chance. There's okay. one. Okay, so you said one of the legs. Six? Is that what you said? Yeah, one of the next, next four. The, the next four next in the four. six game stretch. Then, then what's the one after that one? The Titans uh, Tennessee at home? at home. Tennessee at home. They, nope. can, they, they can win that. Zero. One. And nobody Zero. nobody comes into London and gets the Jags. So the Dolphins are going down. And they can beat the Dolphins. They will win one of those three games Cincinnati, Titans, Dolphins. They'll win one I of those. I told three. you. Hashtag 0 17 is a possibility. I think they'll win a couple games, too. I just don't know where they're going to happen. I just locked it. It's impossible to happen now. It's a lock. What if it? What if it did happen? What do you mean? I don't want to even think about it. It gives me a headache. I don't wish one in fifteen on my worst enemy after going through that last year. Well, you know what's you know to be weird about it is it'll be the longest streak without going over. Why are we talking about this? It's not going to happen. There's no chance. <laughs> right. Oh, there's a chance. There's a no, chance there's until not. there's not a chance. But a chance. I locked it. If I lock it, there's no chance. Why is it you've done so well with your other locks over the years? I'm at, I, I, I grayed out the season, 97, you 97%. 11 and, uh, and 7 before the season, or 11 and 6 before the season, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, he did. 11 wins. Yeah, no, I did not. That was a bit. What was your, what was your real pick? Five wins? Four to mine. six. Mine was five, right? I'd like to amend mine, amend mine down. Go ahead, amend it. Yeah, amend it. Two. Two. Your glass is half empty, Pete. Like, have Two. some faith, Two. man. It's early. It's week three. I, I, I will lock. For anyone who wants a lock bet, lock bet the windboard two. That's a lock. That's the easiest bet I've ever made. And I've never made a bet on <laughs> Other than the fact on, that you, uh, can't, you can't pick. Other than the fact that you can't pick the games that they're going to win. Yeah, I can. Cincinnati's a dog fight. I, I told I thought so too. Dolphins. Miami's a dog fight. Dolphins, yeah. That's right. Colts, never know. Colts are not that good. <laughs> not that good being bad are two different things. <laughs> Falcons? Come on. Falcons. The Falcons were, were 28-25 in the fourth quarter with Tampa Bay yesterday. All of a sudden it was a ball game. New York Jets. Come on, at the Jets. There there's there's one they can get. There's a third. Colts at home. Come on. They never come in here and win. They're, they'll win two games. Maybe uh, That's three. like five or You're six crazy. we just pointed out right there. I mean, come on. You're crazy, Pete. You know better is there a, Let's put it this way. Is there an upset on the horizon? Yeah, and by, they, you know, they, like, if they I mean, can play they, better they can't football. Beat the Niners, and, they won't beat yeah, the, yeah. the you, you heard it here first. Upset special. They go to Seattle and beat the Seahawks. Oh my goodness! Uh, wow, no. you want to lock that one too, Tony? Well, the Titans beat him yesterday. I want to lock it. Lock it. Oh, he's locking it. Oh my gosh, he locked the Jaguars beating the Seahawks in Seattle. That's incredible. Yeah, I, I can't lock that. That loses all. It's already been locked. You can't unlock a lock. Right. Hey, you would have to admit though. That they have a better chance to go over than they do to win five now. No. <laughs> oh yes. 
Oh, well, yes. I, Pete, I think you Easy. want them to go over it. Oh, no. well, they get a better draft pick. But no. <laughs> then they can get Caleb on Thibodeau from, uh, from Oregon. Pass rusher. He's hurt right now, isn't he? Yeah, no, I were we're not talking again. about the draft yet. No. <laughs> no. It's week three. What are you doing, Pete? You Trying to find Tony a pass rusher to go with him. You nearly got go Tony to go Allen. there. You nearly got him to go there. We're not doing that yeah. today. Okay, can we – let's address this, though. Okay, the offensive line wasn't bad yesterday. But, Tony, you, the Kansas City has five entirely new guys, right? Uh, Schwartz gone, too. All five new guys, five new starters. Okay. Three of them are three of them are first year starters. Okay. So, didn't a part of the Jaguars think about <laughs> lipping some of those guys out? Pete, I, I mean, and I, nothing against any of the guys, but I would have. It's the same group. It's it. I mean, how about this? It's the exact same top eight guys as last year. Not just the start five starters. It's the exact same guys. And it's the same starters, and it is the same six of eight guys, maybe seven of eight guys, um, from 2019. Correct. Yep. And so, oh, I mean, oh, by the way, there was news today. Walker Little is one of the new guys, and he was drafted this year. He was placed on the reserve COVID-19 list just a little while ago today. He was, he's been oh, that's going to derail, that's gonna derail his quest to the Hall of Fame by the end of the year. <laughs> Since everybody had him in there in training camp. But he hasn't been active. I had, a little, life, I, I, so. I had a little conversation with our buddy Mark Long about that. <laughs> Did oh, you? Right. Oh, how'd that go? I, you might, I might have taken a couple shots at him in the press box. <laughs> Mark can take it, though. He can give oh, yeah. it. He can take it. Yeah, he can give it. He can take it. What'd you tell you know, him? At the Tommy? rate they were going, I thought Walker Little would get in before Baselli. <laughs> <laughs> he might. You never know, Pete. You never know. Oh, wow. Wouldn't that be something? So, I mean, but the line didn't play that poorly yesterday overall. I think we talked no, about that earlier. It did not. It did not. And I thought when Can went out, I thought Barch did an okay job too when he was in there. Yeah. I got not it's not great. It wasn't terrible, but it, it wasn't a disaster, is what I'm saying, Tony. One yeah, bad. No, I, I agree with that. I gotta watch the tape though before I make any judgment. When you watch the when you watch the tape though, you tell me Cam Robinson ducks his head on run plays sometimes. He's bad. He whiffs. Uh, I didn't see it. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. Because I watched the tape today. He does his head. All right. I'll watch it. I'll, I'll report back next week. You know, they, the Broncos were actually doing something weird where they kind of let those wide nine rushers come in a little late or something, it looked like. Didn't it? What were they doing? Oh, the slow rush off the edge? Yeah. Yeah. They probably get tired of getting hit by that tight end. They let him clear and then go. Did you think Von Miller was the same Von Miller? No. I mean, Still good, but not the same. Not not the same. And Chubb got hurt again. Yeah, Chubb hurt. He's good up there in age. That ankle. Yeah, it's what, a year 11 for Von? Is that right? Is it that long? Yeah. And, wow. And that was the first game that they were scheduled to play, what, for like three years or something? Because they were, one was hurt. Yeah. The other one got hurt. But I, I don't think they played since 18, end of yeah. 18. Yeah. yeah. That's a while ago. Uh, by the way, some injury updates from head coach Urban Meyer today. James O'Shaughnessy, the tight end, will be out in multiple weeks with a high ankle issue. LaVisca Chenault, Urban said, should play this week. 
had a shoulder issue, and uh, he'll he'll see some playing time. At least that's what the head coach thinks. C.J. Henderson, a mild groin injury. They'll wait and see with him. And then A.J. Can with that, a hamstring injury should play, according to head coach Urban Meyer, Tony. The C.J. Henderson one worries me because, you know, this is, you know, week or year two. And he had Nick's, you know, he had a bunch of Nick's last year couldn't stay on the field. And I, I think that was a little bit of the book on him coming out of Florida, too, wasn't it, Pete? Just, you know, availability, health, like playing through some. And I'm not saying it's a Nick or a bruise or anything like that. I don't know. Only he knows. But I think it has to be a little, a little concerning. Well, isn't it weird how some guys always end up being nicked and injured and whatever? I mean, like, okay, just let's just go through the quarterback injuries yesterday in the NFL. Oh. Carson Wentz has a history of being injured. He got injured again. He hurt both ankles somehow, by the way. Tua has a history of being injured. He got injured again. Different injury. He hurt his rib. Taylor, Tyrod Taylor has a history of being injured. He got injured again. Dalvin Cook got dinged. He has a history of being injured. Yeah, he came back. I know, but it's just weird how some guys guys have injury issues. Vaselli's going to fall asleep on us on this on the camera today. I have a feeling. I can see you what dozing are you talking off. About? All those potato chips. His stomach is full. He's tired now. Um, I got a lot of potatoes hey, in me, Pete. JP, during the break, we figured it out. Remember, I, Tony said he wanted to go on keto. He said, I need to lose some. I said, you go to Dr. HFBPPDBSLO or whatever he did. And I asked him, I said, how many calories were you eating on that diet a day? And he said, 600 a day. Six to 700. And I said, you had 600 those two bags of Fritos. And he looked, he said, 640. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How well, I mean, it's, that's, it's, that's my appetizer before the bratwurst. Yeah. Uh, the over-under is still set at two and not a half. The, Vegas has not moved not the line the on that yet. Yeah, two and a half is the number, Pete. I, I, I guarantee you I will not have more than two bratwurst. I'm taking the over. Let's come back in a moment. We'll get into special teams. Josh Lambeau missed a couple field goals. Jaguars had a kickoff return touchdown as well. That's all coming up. It's Keeping It Real, presented by Woodbridge by Robert Mondavi right after this. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. We talked to Josh today. In, in 17, 18, 19, you go back, and I know that was recent history, but he's one of the best in the NFL. And the thing I told him is that since I got here in February, since our staff got here, he's as hardworking guy as any other any guy on the team. So uh, I, I have confidence he's going to work through this. You know, I, you know, I know the GM and personnel department's job is to see what's out there and all that. I just uh, I'm convinced this guy can come through it. I just I see the way he works. I see the way he hits it. And uh, I've stuck with kickers before, and it's been great dividends. So as of now, we're going to stick with him. That's head coach Urban Meyer today discussing the status of Josh Lambeau, Jaguars kicker. And welcome back to Jaguars Happy Hour. Time now for Keeping It Real, presented by Woodbridge by Robert Mondavi. Open up a winner today. Real ingredients, award-winning wine by Robert Mondavi. And our topic today is special teams. Well, Lambeau missed a couple field goals yesterday, one from 52, another from 48. And he is now 0 for 3 for the season in field goals. Two of those are from... 50 or longer how concerned are you with this kicking situation pete same thing like we talked about the other day i would bring in a new kicker um, 
I said, I bring in, there's a million of them out there. And we've, and we've seen this play out before in history where a guy goes to another team and he's good for a while and then it goes bad. Or the flip side is you let a guy go. Like Jason Myers has become a pretty good kicker. They let him go. He didn't kick in Jacksonville. Matt Gay was let go by the box, and now he's become a good kicker with uh, the Rams. You can find kickers, and when they go bad, it really goes bad. So that's a concern to me. Tony, why don't you ask uh, the folks in the booth? Okay, Tony's out for a moment. But uh, we'll, we'll get Tony back when things calm down in Green Bay. Yeah, it, it's not ideal because that, the, if he makes both field goals yesterday, Pete, obviously, then it's a different feeling game early in that third quarter. And, you know, you play it differently as an offense at that point. Maybe you don't have to push it down the field. And, uh, you know, Trevor's not having to throw those deep balls later in the game. Yeah, and, and the other thing is too is is um, he wasn't. This is a guy. Who, when was the last time he was really a good kicker? Nineteen. Right. It's been a while. Yeah, but so two things. One, you only replace him if there's someone better out there. So yeah, but I'm there's always young kickers out there that end up being good. Tony. Pete, we saw it last year. We went through five, and none of them could do it. Six. We went through six. Six. But I'll say this. Forget about me or Pete being concerned. If you're Josh Lambeau, you're being concerned. Because as soon as the coach says, whenever a coach in the history of the NFL says, I have confidence in my kicker, I'm going with him, that means the change is coming. I mean, like, you don't want to be talked about in that manner. If you're Is Josh there Lambeau. a kicker on their practice squad right now? Not currently, no. There is not. There should, there should be. There is not. Well, there's not. Well, there should be in case of what happens if he tested positive for COVID. They go sign, go sign one. Go sign one. It's, it's different than last year because of the vaccinated Pete. They can come right in. Last year, I know, but still, but still, you'd like you should have one on the. I would have one, like every year. I bring two to camp and keep one on my team and one on the practice squad. Well, so you would use every year, even when there's only seven. Unless guys it's on Justin, practice unless it's Justin Tucker. Well, even when there's only seven oh, guys in the practice squad. I'm talking about now. Okay, now it's different. That's not every year. That's well, every year this, since COVID. Every year that COVID's been around. Correct. I mean, get it. I mean, Pete, but get I bring in two. I bring in two every better, year. Pete. No, I bring in two every year though. Well, they and had let to compete. They had to. It. They let Roses yeah, go, I, and he's Roses is with the uh, Saints now. Correct. Yeah. So, but there's you. a college the college kids. There's a million college kickers out there. Go find them. They're in college. You're not allowed to bring them in. Pete. When they come in, when they come out, Tony, there's a oh. million of them. <laughs> don't you, you don't think there's any way, shape, or form that Lambo has gone bad? He ain't getting out from underneath him. No, I sure. I, I think there is. I'm just saying. The bigger concern is when the head coach is talking about you at a press conference and having to reiterate that he has confidence and that you are quote his guy. That's when you're not. One more mess, and he isn't his guy. Let's let's be real. That's my point. That's my point. Go miss a couple this week. It'll be over. All I'll say is I remember during training camp when we were out there watching practice that Urban is literally right off the holder's hip during field goals and uh, stands there right at the the snap, and and he's right there in the middle of the field goal snap. Who was their special teams coach last year? Was, uh, well, last year was uh, Joe D. Camillus. Yeah, Joe D. He's one of the best. Special, he's stuff. one of the best special teams coaches in the league, is he not? Yeah, exactly. Why the hell did he keep him? 
good ass Urban that. He's at the Rams now with Sean McVay. Right, I get it, but I'm saying Joe D would have been it would have been wise move. I know Joe Joe liked living in Jacksonville. Would have been smart to keep him. He didn't. Uh, I mean, I, so, I, well, I don't know to tell you. Well, I don't know. I just think I I think their special teams. So you're saying you're you're saying uh, Lambo's been bad because Joe D left. No, that's not what I'm saying. But the, the the special team, okay, they had a return. I get it. That was a nice. And the play. punter's yeah. been great. Yeah, well, the punter's great. great. Period. He's been great. 102 yard return for a touchdown yesterday. It was a nice return. What have they not been doing good on special teams besides Lambo making kicks? Well, that's one of them. Okay, I don't think that's coach created. I don't think like unless Joe was the Lambo whisperer. Okay, but who's the better special teams coach in the NFL? Joe D. Camillus and Nick Sorensen. Listen, I'm going with my guy. I'm going with the Jags, Nick Sorison. You know what? <laughs> Jody, get out of here. Go back to LA. <laughs> and I know, in fairness to Nick, Nick wasn't supposed to be the special teams coach. That's right. Well, first, Nick, I mean, it's like, that's not fair to even compare Nick to Joe D. Nick's a no. younger coach. He's a younger coach. He's a younger I get coach. it, but he wasn't even coaching yeah. special teams he the was, last couple of years. And he was the assistant at the start of this season, too, remember? And just got bumped up. So there you go. That is Keeping It Real, presented by Woodbridge by Robert Mondavi. Open up a winner today. Real Ingredients, award-winning wine by Robert Mondavi. We're back with social media questions. And we've got some today, that's for sure, after a Jaguars loss to the Denver Broncos. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Welcome back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on a Thursday at oh, Thursday. No, it's not. It's Monday. My name's J.P. Shadrick. Pete Prisco, Tony Vaselli alongside. We have social media questions. Each Monday, we put out the bat signal. And here's the best we've come up with today. Question number one. At MR underscore PW3, at what point do we start looking at Bevel in the offensive scheme? All routes go to the sidelines. Nothing is ever over the middle. Chark has never moved around or in the slot. LaVisca only does slants and outs. No good check down options. What is this boomer bust offense is the question. And, Pete, I think you wrote this in your other handle on Twitter. Well, I mean, the guy's not wrong. He's a real observer of the game. He's picked up on it easily. And I've said all I need to say on it. I'd love to hear what Tony has to say about it. And, and don't hold back, Tony. <laughs> don't hold back. Um, production's not there. I'm not going to put it all on Daryl Bevel. And I, I, I've said it earlier. I think they should run the quarterback a little bit more on some design uh, read options. I think they should use his athletic ability, let him get into the flow of the game. Um, I haven't seen a ton of creativity out of the passing game, but you know how much of that is Daryl Bevel and how much is that just trying to take care of the rookie? I mean, that's a conversation. You know, so I'm not gonna. I'm, it's two games in. I'm not killing Daryl Bevel at this point. Well, if, if let me ask you this though: if you're creative in a passing game, doesn't that help the rookie? rookie? Well, you have to get everyone lined up. You have to do the motion. <laughs> You've only been in training camp since July. I mean, my gosh. Don't you? Had all the reps with the starters. He could have put more stuff in. Oh, there. Here we go again. Could that be it? 
Here we go again. Question number two on Jaguars Happy Hour on this Monday at Duval underscore 43. We overestimated this receiver group. They aren't winning often enough. They have no speed in the slaughter on outside. They don't play fast at all. What can be done this early to help Trevor the rest of the way? Hashtag it's worse. Hashtag Pete for GM. Hashtag Duval. Who over who over uh, hyped these wide receivers? Because I don't remember anyone on this show overhyping anyone. See, I remember the talk in no, training camp. The training I camp thought, talk was no. like, okay, the top no, three. Are, not, that's not that's that's not true. We said not, all along. I'm not saying on this yeah, show. Right. I'm I saying did. in general. Said, Pete and I Pete and I talked about that. Marvin Jones was a nice number two receiver at the Lions. He's a professional receiver. DJ Chark had a ton to prove. And LaVisa Chenault was a slot guy that, you know, was banged up last year. And he's slow. Well, Pete added the slow part. I was trying to be nicer. But, yes, Pete did say that. I mean, I still, for, by I NFL receiver standards, he's slow. You know the one that surprised me, Pete, that, that DJ's not having a better year this year? I'm telling you, he looks at times like he's floating out there. And, and he did early. last year, too. Yeah. And I, I mean, understandably, yeah. last year, because he was frustrated with the quarterback. But I, I get a sense that he's frustrated with the offense. I, I just don't – I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's what it looks like to me. Now, remember uh, in the offseason, right after Urban came in, they had the conversation, and they kind of challenged him to put on some muscle, and he did it. He responded, seven, eight, nine more pounds of muscle for DJ, and got to play bigger, he said, you know, and play stronger as a receiver. That was the, the yeah, cause conversation. Because he, he's got to be able to handle all that uh, traffic in the middle of the field that he never sees. I mean, <laughs> hey, you're, you're DJ, you know, you know what DJ's doing right now? DJ's seeing a lot of money going out the window. Contract year. Right. If I'm DJ, I, I either do one of two things. You pick it up or, you know, you start griping. One or the other. Because he, this is a money year for him and it's going out the window. He can't yeah. get paid. You can't pay him now. Based on two no. games right now, you cannot pay DJ Chark. Cannot. I I can't disagree. And Sorry. two years ago, he looked like he was on the verge of being a really good receiver, like almost, you know, one of the better 10, 15 in the league, and he's not. He's not that now. And, and another thing, too, he doesn't play to his speed. I, You know, everybody I, – I get criticized by fans when I say they don't – they're not fast. They go, well, DJ Chark, he timed it. What, what did he time at the combine? 4-4 four, four or whatever? Yeah, I got 4-3, 4-4, yeah. Doesn't play to that. For whatever reason, I don't know why. By the way, uh, DJ Chark, 16 targets, 4 catches, 105, 1 touchdown for the season, 2 games. 16 targets, 4 catches, that's crazy. 4-1 and one yesterday. That's a 25% and, uh, Remember conversion. they threw downfield and got a pass interference another time uh, to him. Yeah. Well, I mean, the one long shot, that it was he was – over his head, kind of, and then he missed him on the. He was open on the post corner route, and he missed him. And then they ran the route again, and he missed him. He wasn't. And then the next time he wasn't open. So, again, I think he's getting frustrated. That's just me. Oh, frustrated? Who? Who knows? You when you watch the tape, you go watch him closely, and you tell me if if he doesn't or he's or he's not fast. One or the other. Well, I don't know. 
Question number three on Jaguars Happy Hour on this Monday afternoon at Jags 1185. There's a lot of long questions today. Can we look at changing the name of the show? Love you guys. Longtime listener of both. And you two together are Radio Gold, but we've lost 17 straight with no end in sight. Nothing happy about that. Can we take a page out of Bucky Brooks and the Huddle Up podcast and take to a poll for a new name? Now, he's talking about the two of you. It must be me and Pete he's talking about here, right, Pete? That's I mean, what I was going to say. There is three of us, right? I, JP, yeah. they left you out. I, to, I'm sorry yeah. you're out of this one, Tony. JP, you know the truth. You know who they're talking about. He doesn't care if you do the show. show if, hey, you can put anyone in there. You can be a, like just a robot. Just say hi. Here's the agenda. Go Pete. Go Tony. So the robot know. might actually get the day sorry. of the week right. I, you know, I didn't get that right coming back. Sorry, so, I mean, sorry, we, so should we change it to the Pete no. and Tony show? Is that what you're trying to say? No, no. The Tony and Pete show. Do. Oh, no. Oh, no. You get second villain. No, you're crazy. <laughs> you might be no. in the, you might be up in the pride or whatever, but you still get second billing. There's only one star here, Pete, and it's not you. <laughs> you know, you're a star football player. I'm the star media member. Stop it. No, oh, wait. that's not what I right? you are a media member. And I'm a star. <laughs> Just ask him. He'll tell you. Uh question number four on Jaguar's happy hour tonight at Jags Knowles Magic. Oh, wow. Uh, is, is it too soon to say that trading Sidney Jones the fourth to the Seahawks for a sixth-round pick was a huge mistake? I, I was saying, oh, wow, to the uh, the uh, emailer's handle here. Uh, Jags Knowles Magic. That's a rough go. Yeah, he's in, he's tormenting himself. Yeah. Uh, um, too early no. to say this. I would have kept him. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I would have kept him. I mean, huge mistake. Huge mistakes mean it's not a huge mistake. Sidney Jones, would you have an extra win if he was on the roster right now? No, no. no. But he wasn't a bad player, though. I don't, I don't disagree. Is he, a, is he the future, though? No. So they did the right thing getting the pick when they did, right? Because, yeah, because they're it's a six-rounder. Who cares? After the quarterback this year, this year's draft is lined up so well. <laughs> you're, such a, you're such a bad person. A well, bad. No, well, go through the draft. Oh no! The, the first not, round, the other uh, first round pick isn't playing. The second round pick, go ahead, he's not playing. Third round pick, not playing. Who was the third round pick? Oh, uh, Cisco. Uh, Cisco, yeah, 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 not playing. Yeah. Fourth Pe- round, if the fourth round defensive tackle hadn't even, been, he wasn't active yesterday. He hasn't wasn't. been active yet. Yeah, the the fifth round defensive end hasn't been active yet. Nope. And then the six-round pick is um, – who is that? That's I'm trying to think off the top of my head. But – so the draft that looks so promising isn't. They got to get out there and play didn't you, think, didn't you think three or four of those guys would be starting? Uh, let me think. I thought Trevor would start. I thought – Travis, I thought you? three. I thought three of the four first four picks would start. Yeah, to, and there's to wrap, one to wrap up the draft class. Luke Farrell, and I'd, pro- I'd, pro- I'd probably say four of the five would have started them in the first five picks. Luke Farrell, the tight end, was that six rounder, Pete, and then Jalen Camp was the wide receiver from Georgia Tech at the end. And, and Luke Farrell looks like he has some talent, and, and maybe he's going to get an opportunity to show it. 
But I, I never really thought about it until you brought it up, Pete. I mean, that's a, that's an excellent point. Only Trevor is out there consistently from this draft class. Let's wrap it up with a, a sixth question today. Uh-oh, dangerous. The final one, at Angela, 7717430. Tony slash Pete, how do we fix this? Patience. It's the only thing. I was going to say, there's no quick fix. Like, there's no, like, this morning on Dan and Jeff's show, they were ringing, ringing of their hand, ringing their hands. Like, what do we, like, there's no fix. There's no, like, magic. I mean, the one thing I agree with Urban is, like, all you can do is go work. You know, just go go to work, go practice, try to get your young players better. But here's there's the no, problem. There's though, no quick Tony. fix. Here's the problem. This is where the fans get angry. And I can understand it. You had all that cap room, and you had the number one overall pick and draft picks. And are they better? Are they better than last year? Yes. You don't think last, so? I mean, yeah, because you have Trevor Lawrence, so yes. But aside from him, aside from him, are they better? Probably better. But the I mean, the okay, okay, but let's go. The offensive line is exactly the same. Okay. Receivers are, except for Marvin Jones. But is, and I, I think Mar, is Marvin Jones that much better than uh, than uh, what's his name? Keelan Cole. Keelan Cole. Oh, is he? I mean, I think he's a little Robinson, better. But James Robinson. Yeah, he's a little better. He he's not as fast as Keelan Cole. No. James Robinson. James Robinson is. Uh, they okay. Is man is man hurts that is has he not been worth the money? So, I, yeah, they're not any, they're not. Well, I, I'm not I'm not saying he's not worth the money, but he's not better than Eifert. And they should have kept Josh Oliver in hindsight. Is he playing for Baltimore? He almost got a touchdown last night. Yeah, <laughs> like he's on the field. I was on the plane flying up to Green Bay. Yeah, he he's gets like on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what his snap count was last night, but he gets on the field. He had a great preseason. He had a catch last night, one for nine yards. Yeah. How many catches did the Titans have after O'Shaughnessy left last night, yesterday? Yeah, uh, zero is my guess on that one. Unless yeah. Farrell got one. And that was that's what Josh Oliver was going to be. He was going to be a pass-catching tight end. They gave I don't under, to this day, I don't understand why you just got, didn't, like, see what he was during camp when you I, I i just don't like there's certain things and i'm sure i do things in my life pete that people look at and like what the hell are you thinking yeah Tony? yeah which i'm I, sure i'm sure there are and I, I don't see them because i'm blind to them but there's certain things we do sometimes as an organization like or like and not just us but like a gm or a coach on the league and i'm like why are you doing that like why are you actually like what was like the genesis behind that decision it's and and defensively, I'll say their defensive line is better than a year ago. So much, yeah, kind of close. Um, Are they better at the corner? Yeah, I think Shaquille Griffin's better than Sidney Jones. I agree. Oh, by the way, uh, Josh safety, Oliver, it's the same. Uh, it, it's well, Jenkins is better than what they had last year. Yeah, Jenkins yeah. is better. Yeah, yeah, they're better yeah. on defense. Yeah. Yeah, they're better on defense. Josh Oliver played 12 of the 76 snaps last night, so eight or 16% for the Baltimore Ravens in that game. How many targets did he have? 
he had one target, one catch, nine yards. Okay. Is that his only catch of the year? Yes, it is. So let's All come right. back. Uh, that'll do it for our social questions today. Thanks for the submissions on social media. We appreciate it. We will get to them again next week. We're back in a moment with a look around the National Football League, and we'll pick Monday Night Football. Tony is there at Lambeau Field in Green Bay, and this is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Welcome back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on a Monday afternoon. J.P. Shadrick with Tony Vaselli and Pete Frisco the day after a Jaguars loss in Week 2, 23-13 to the Denver Broncos. The Jaguars are 0-2. They've now dropped 17 consecutive games. They'll try to snap it this coming week against the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray red hot coming in to TIAA Bank Field next week. Let's go around the National Football League and take a look at some of the games yesterday and the Panthers all over the Saints 26 to 7. A bunch of offensive coaches out for the Saints yesterday Pete in that loss. Well, it looked like a bunch, bunch of offensive players were out for the Saints, too. They were so bad on offense. And, and that Carolina defense is one to keep an eye on. I mean, Derek Brown in the middle is playing up to where he was. Brian Hurd's the rest of the passer. Chin's a good player. They added Horn on the corner. That's a good young defense. And Sam Darnold, the USC boy, is playing well, Tony. I, I thought Sam Darnold couldn't play quarterback. Maybe yeah. it was he was at the Jets and didn't have a – Coach, you know what he's doing. I, I, I've always been a Sam Darnold believer. I think he's going to be a really good quarterback. He's proven it so far. Early returns in Carolina. They uh, they chose the right guy. Are you doing their game Thursday night against the Texans? No, I'm not doing no. this Thursday night. Oh, okay. Because that, that's another winnable game for them this week. They could be 3-0. Well, they'll win that game because no Tyrod Taylor. That's right. Davis Mills is good. Is a decent player, though. I'm telling you, he's okay. going to be a good player. You, you want to – like, you're picking <laughs> – you want to lock that? Pe- you want to lock, lock it? Pe- you want to lock the Texans? <laughs> oh, didn't quiet, no. quiet. Zip it. I might, I, I might take them though. We'll see. I didn't think so. No. Bears I, over the. I Bengals. hope you do. You're terrible. Bears beat the Bengals twenty to seventeen. Andy Dalton hurt. Justin Fields time. Pete, be careful what you wish for, because he went in there and threw one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen in my life, and it almost allowed the Bengals to get back into the game. It was so. It was a pick six. It was so bad. Um, but again, he's not preparing to play as a starter. Now he will be because Andy Dalton's probably going to be gone for a little while. So we'll see what he has. He he looked okay. It was a bad throw though. Yeah, I didn't see. Anything. I mean, it'll be fun to watch. I mean, if you're if you're the Bears, why don't you? I mean, time, let's go. Move on. I mean, are you really going to do anything this year? Well, they did. They did play well on defense on Sunday. Right. I mean, yeah, they picking well. up to make the playoffs. No. He's not locking that either. Not I'm always either. I'm a believer in playing the kid. You know that. The Browns over the Texans 31-21. As you mentioned, Tyrod Taylor with a hamstring injury. Baker Mayfield was injured in the game but stayed in. The Browns rallied to win. Yeah, before Tyrod got hurt, Pete, I mean, Texans 14-14. Yeah, yeah, it was 14-14. Good. And they were in the game. And then Mills came in and threw an interception. But then he drove him back in and got it within – uh, twenty what was it twenty four twenty one, and they in the fourth quarter, and then the Browns scored late and, and ended up winning the game by ten. But it was a lot. That game was closer than you thought it was. They lost Landry, by the way, the Browns. He had an yeah, MCL. MCL a couple weeks, not not yeah, uh, not yeah, it's still, it could be two to four. Wow. Yeah, and Odell nope. and Odell still trying to get back out there too. Right, right. 
The Los Angeles Rams knocked off the Indianapolis Colts 27-24. Carson Wentz has two sprained ankles somehow, Pete. It's amazing. Again, a guy who's hurt all the time somehow seems to find a way to get hurt. It just happens in this league. I mean, he and both ankles. How does that happen? And and if he if he's not playing, they play the Titans this week, and and that means that you'd play Eason. Jacob Eason would be your quarterback. He didn't look all that hot when he went in no. a little bit. No, he did not. The Colts could be in big, big trouble. The the, the division stinks. Let's be the honest. Jags, the Jags might sweep the Colts. I'm just saying right now. Oh. oh. You're going to lock that? No. Not ready to you got to admit, it, the division's terrible. The division that was terrible, the, uh, the Titans will win the division. They might, will win at least one playoff game, and they might go to the AFC Championship game. <laughs> no, not with that defense. I'm just telling you. You run the ball you run the ball in January, crazy stuff happens. Bills over the Dolphins, 35-zip. Tua with an uh, injury to his ribs. And Jacoby Brissett was awful when he went in there, but that – it didn't matter if two was in the game. The Bills were winning that game no matter what. They came in there. They knew they had to win the game. Played like it. Jumped on them 14 nothing. Two went out. It didn't matter. It did not matter. Pete, I have not seen one snap, so this is an honest question, not making any judgment at all. Can Tua play? Don't know. Is this he a free guy? This is the year to find out. Every time he throws the ball, I go, they could have had Justin Herbert. They could have had Justin Herbert. By the way, their offensive line, awful yesterday. Yeah. And your USC Trojan was one of the worst. What's it? Did you think he was going to be good, Austin Jackson? Yeah, I thought he'd be a solid player. I did too. No, terrible. Mm. Oh, it's early. Don't say he's terrible. Well, he was terrible mm. yesterday, I'm saying. Okay, that doesn't mean he's terrible because he had a bad Wait, game. Wait, he wasn't great last year either. Uh, you're being a little harsh on the kid. You know, yeah, he you get paid to play, play a game. You are harsh on everybody. Uh, the Speaking of awful yesterday, Zach Wilson had four interceptions in the game for the Jets. Ooh. The Patriots 25, Jets 6. He was bad. That was a vintage Bill Belichick against a rookie quarterback. He looked lost at times. He was not good at all. And plus, he was playing without his left tackle. That's a problem. I love when the afterward the New York New York media asking him if he's seen ghosts. <laughs> yeah, Why well, he wasn't seeing he wasn't seeing guys in the other uniforms is what he wasn't seeing. The old Sam Darnold uh, yeah. I just love that the New York media leave it to them. Unbelievable. The uh, 49ers over the Eagles, seventeen eleven, an odd score, but uh, the Niners got it done. They're two and zero. And the Eagles dominated that game in the first half, just dominated it. And they were on the two-yard line, fourth down, up 3 nothing late in the half, and they ran a trick play. And when they ran the trick play, it was incomplete. San Francisco took the ball, went right down the field, and scored 7-3 at the half. And that was the end of it. They should have put the, you know how You know how team, good teams, if you don't put them away early, you're not going to get them? Well, that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Raiders over the Steelers, 26-17 to yesterday, and a car threw a couple touchdown passes, 382 yards through the air for the Raiders, who are now 2-0. Derek Carr might would be the MVP right now. Raiders are good, Pete. Uh, we'll see. 
But that was a good win. I give him a lot well, of credit. Why do you say we'll see? You're not, you're not a buyer You think yet? the second? I don't know if the secondary will hold up. I mean, it, they haven't played a passer yet. They played Lamar Jackson, and they played Roethlisberger, who couldn't throw the ball down the field yesterday. So we'll see if they play. When they play Mahomes, are they going to hold up? Doubt it. They're a much better team than they were last year. Correct. Defensive, defensively, at least. Correct. Kyler Murray. No, that's, not, that's a low, that's a low bar, seeing that they were thirty second. <laughs> Kyler Murray threw for four hundred yesterday, three touchdowns. He ran for another one, threw two picks, and the Vikings missed a field goal with no time left, and the Cardinals win thirty four thirty three. That was a great game, and uh, but I was surprised at how bad the defense was for Arizona. They were so good the week before, and then so bad in this one. It was weird. What, any reason? I mean, what was your takeaway from it? They got pushed around. They ran. Dalvin Cook had 96 yards in the first half. They, they ran all over them. They couldn't stop the run. Hmm. Buccaneers put 48 on the board. Five touchdown passes from Tom Brady. 48-25 over the Falcons. The beatdown. Explain to me, Pete, how you get the older you get, the better you get. I don't understand this. This is like the only person in the history of mankind that is getting better as he gets older. Well, he's not eating Fritos. He's eating avocado ice cream. That's the biggest difference. I mean, where do I get? Where do I? Where do I? Where do I get avocado ice cream? Not it's in Green Bay. He's he's on pace to throw more touchdown passes in his forties already than he did in his twenties. Think it's about that. Not, that's not normal. No. No, it's not. The uh, Dallas Cowboys. Any, 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 yeah. Hold on, JP. He's, he's 43 this year, right, Pete? 44. 44. Remember when we he was like 38 and he said he was going to play into his you know mid to late 40s, yeah. 40s and everyone laughed at him? Yeah, well, he's now talking about playing in his 50s. He should. He's going to win a Super Bowl again this year. Yeah. The way they're playing right now, why would you, you got him? Yeah, that's hard. their defense hasn't played well in two games, though. When you score that many points, you don't have to. Yeah. It's amazing. He's on pace for 76 touchdown passes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. League record. Uh, Cowboys got a 56-yard field goal at the final gun to knock off the Chargers 20-17. to And you know what? Cowboys did nothing in the second half and somehow had, a, had one drive and went down and made the field goal. And... and you look, the, the Chargers were sloppy. Every time they have a big play, it was a, a penalty or something going on. So they just didn't play very well. There was a Cowboys home game, by the way. Oh yeah, a lot of a lot of Dallas stars. Uh, oh, the, the, oh it was all it was half the more than half was Cowboy fans. Wow. So you saying Justin Herbert was going silent count at home? It was amazing. He was having trouble. Let's put it that way. <laughs> The Titans had a huge second half. Derrick Henry on the road. Big win. Titans 33, Seahawks 30. And that game, they had a touchdown. The, the Titans are tough. They've taken on the personality of their coach. When, when they had a touchdown to Julio Jones, they cut it to six in the third quarter, second quarter, and it was a clear touchdown, and they reviewed it, and they tur- overturned it. You could have folded up. They didn't fold up. They rallied. And you know how they rallied? They ran the ball, Tony. You would have loved it. They gave the ball to Henry. And he popped the big one and got him back in the game. They're a tough physical team. They're, they have a good mentality. Well, that's what I would – I would. I mean, that's what you do when you need to make it, something happen. Give it to your best player. I mean, Derrick Henry's the best player by far. And 
He's uh, he's an amazing guy. I mean, he has led the league in rushing three straight years. He might do the fourth. He might. And he looked – it was funny because up until that, even last week against the – and Lewan didn't play, and he was bad last week. But up until that point – Why did Lewan not play this week? Because he heard it. He dinged up his knee in warm-ups. There you have it. And finally, speaking of tough guys, Lamar Jackson took over the game late for the Ravens. They uh, overtook the Chiefs 36-35. What a game that was last night. It was fantastic. It was a great game, up and down the field, one moving it on running the ball uh, with the zone read, the other one throwing it around. You know, everybody made a big deal out of the fumble late, but Kansas City had the ball in the fourth quarter up 11, and Mahomes threw a bad interception. They're going to go put that game away through a bad interception. All right, guys, it is time for Monday Night Football, Lambeau Field, Green Bay, the home opener for the Green Bay Packers. They were blown out by the Saints in week one in Jacksonville. They'll entertain Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions, including Mark Brunel. They lost their opener against the 49ers last week. Somebody's O's got to go unless they tie. Who you got? Quickly. I got the Green Bay Packers in a blowout, and Tony's already locked it. He's got the Lions. <laughs> I didn't lock it. Um, I think it's going to be closer than people think. I, I think the Packers are going to win. I mean, I think, you know, Aaron Rodgers is 6-0 and after a loss under uh, this regime here in Green Bay, under LaFour. Uh, in four of those games, he's had average four touchdowns and zero picks. He'll have four you know, tonight. So he's going to come out. He's got a, a young secondary Akuna, their best corners out with the torn Achilles. You got a couple yeah. rookies and a yeah. third year corner yeah. starting. So, so you're going to you pick, know. Uh, you know who you're picking. Uh, and it sounds like it's the Packers. Have a great call, Tony. Pete, we'll talk to you next week. For our entire crew, I'm JP Shadrick. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. <laughs>